Hello and welcome to the very first episode of the Living Testimony Podcast with your host Shenny Oyeori. I hope you're all well, I hope you're safe and I hope you're staying blessed and I know that I'm so excited for this podcast to be up and running and I have great faith that you will be blessed by this message and many of the messages to come in the future. So I want to start off today's episode by asking you a very simple question. Have you ever tried thanking God in advance? Let me just give you a scenario and paint the picture for you. When you go to a restaurant, you walk in, you sit down. Within maybe five or ten minutes, a waiter or waitress approaches you and asks you're ready to give them your order. You say yes, you order whatever it is. They ask you, is that all? You say yes, and then you say thank you, and off they go. Why do you say thank you? It's because you have belief and expectation that you're going to receive exactly what you asked for. Now, in other words, that's faith, because faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen, as as said in Hebrews 11.1. So you have belief that as you've ordered that food, even though you haven't seen it, you know you will receive it. So why is it that when it comes to having that level of faith in God, the eternal creator, the one who says, ask and it shall be given unto you, seek and you shall find, Knock on the door that and knock and the door will be opened unto you. We hesitate. We don't have that same amount of faith to the point that you will thank God in advance without even seeing the blessing. That you will thank God in advance regardless of your circumstance. We don't have that same energy. Why is that? Now the Bible says in Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, for I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Why is it that even though we know the power God has is is incomparable to anyone. No man can do what God can do for you. But yet, we have so much faith in men to thank them in advance for what they haven't even done or what we can't even see. But when it comes to having that same faith with God, we hesitate, we stutter, we're not too sure. That's just something I want you to take a few seconds to think about. Because many people ask me on a weekly basis, Shani, how did you do it? Or I need some advice. How did you become the first person in your family to graduate with a first class and now to the glory of God, two first class degrees? And I tell them, I spoke it into existence. But you see, speaking it into existence and waiting for it to come to pass is, is one thing. That's one level of faith. It's a completely different level of faith when you speak it into existence and then start thanking God immediately after you spoke it into existence. And that was the secret behind my success, which is simply the fact that every time I prayed, I thanked God for what he had already done for in my life, even though I couldn't see it with my own eyes, but I could sense it in the spirit. And many of you listening to this would think, Oh yeah, but you were an A student and a gang and uh, a first class is, is kind of not a big deal. Uh, pause my G. Man was not an A student. I got BCD at A level. And I shared this story before, but I'll go more in depth to this. To give you the perspective, first of all, when I got into year 13, I was told by my tutor and the academic head, to consider redoing year 12 in order to get into university because with my grades, I probably wouldn't get in. I was then told I should consider doing a foundation course rather than the course I wanted to do. 
because of my grades, I wouldn't get in. So I was already written off by them. I was already written off by them. To that point where, and this is why you have to be so careful in who you listen to. Because the power of life and death lies within the tongue. And if you're not strong enough mentally or wise enough, you will allow what people speak over your life to become your own reality. And not everything people speak over your life is a blessing. And if it's not a blessing, it's a curse. There's no middle ground. So, retete, these people told me, yeah, you probably won't make it into uni. And A-levels results, they came. i never forget because when I saw my results, my stomach was was moving like a, like a washing machine. I didn't even know the best way to say my results because if I say B, C, D, you think it's piano keys. If I say CBD, you think it's that cannabis oil. But you already know, that that's that's what I got. That's what I got. And for a long time, I couldn't even say what I got. When people would ask me, especially I remember the first couple of weeks in uni, when people are nosy asking, oh, what did you get in your A-levels? I just yeah, yeah, I'm on this course. So I, and our thing was ABB. So I got ABB, but I knew I got BCD. But I was there. The main thing was that I made it. Once I made it into university, I made a covenant with God that because my tutor wrote me off, teachers wrote me off at A-levels, but somehow, some way, God still brought me through into a course that required ABB with grades of BCD. And so I said to myself, wow, look at this God. I had no faith or expectation, and yet you brought me this far. So imagine what God can do if I have expectation and faith. And well and truly, from the start of my A-levels in 2014 to the start of my undergraduate degree at Brunel University in 2016, my academic ability did not change at all. So when people say you're an A student, I tell them, trust me, I'm not an A student. The only thing that changed was my faith and expectation. And so, as crazy as it may seem like, a BCD A-level student started praying to God. I didn't pray to God saying, Lord, I pray that you help me do a first class and I'll do this and I'll do that and this if you make it. That's a conditional prayer. I wasn't giving God conditions. I told God, thank you for bringing me this far and thank you for giving me that first class. I just want you to do this again. A BCD A-level student in the first week of university is thanking God for a first class that you will not get until three years later. To men, that is, to common men, that sounds as madness, insanity or arrogance. For me, it was confidence. That's confidence in God's ability to do exceedingly and abundantly above all I could ever ask for. Not only did I just thank God in advance. I praised him in advance. I remember there were two songs I used to dedicate to my success, that every time those songs played in my quiet time whilst I was driving or whatever, I'd tell God, this is, these are the songs I would sing and tell people that when I used to listen to this, this was the song, this was my dedication song for my first class. That was Nara by Tim Godfrey and Travis Green. I made a way by Travis Green. I used to listen to those two songs religiously and sing them with all my soul because 
I believe that as I was singing them, I was thanking God for something I could not see. The greatest thing about this is that many people think that thanking God in advance is just an example of faith. It's actually a mentality and an attitude. And I'll explain to you why. Once I started thanking God in advance, over and over again, as I said, the power of life and death lies within the tongue. It started to shape my mindset until I got to a place where it was like, it's first class or nothing. There's no ifs, there's no buts. It's first class or nothing. I'm not settling for anything less. So I'd go about doing my assignments quietly. You know, certain course members would ask me, oh, I'm not too sure about this one. If I can just get a 2-1 or whatever on this assignment, I'll be good. And I'll then go hard and make sure I do well in the rest. I'll tell them, well, I respect that. But as for me, I'm not getting anything less than a first class. Some course mates are my witness. There were assignments I used to do at four in the morning, the deadline's at 12 or 11, and I'm struggling and I'm struggling and I'm struggling. But that thing, I remember that because I've shown the faith and thank God in advance, as Jesus Christ said on the cross, it is finished, it means it is already done. It means God will do it for me. I just got to do my part now. Sometimes I would even just lay hands on the computer and say, Lord, thank you, because I know this will be another testimony of your glory and how I struggled, but you still made a way. And I just lay hands on the laptop and pray over assignment. That's another thing. There's not one assignment I did not pray over. I will, again, when I prayed over each assignment, I didn't say, God, please help me. No, 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 no. I told him, thank you for the first class. That's how confident I was. And the greatest thing is when it did come to pass and I saw the first class, Everybody was shocked. I had family members calling me saying they were surprised that, you know, they didn't think I was that much of a brainiac or whatever, or they didn't think that I'd be able to focus that much with living in a house alone. And I just laugh, you know, I laugh it off. But I knew I wasn't surprised because I knew the covenant I had with God and I had so much confidence and I knew what my Bible told me in Jeremiah 29, 11 where it says, for I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. And that's why it's so important to know your word and know the promises God has for you. Because when you know the promises God has for you, when praying, you use those promises and you hold him to it. He will surely deliver for you as long as it's according to his will. So I got the first class in my undergraduate from praising God in advance and thanking him in advance because praise will facilitate God's blessings. Praise will facilitate the fulfillment of prophecies over your life. Even when times are tough, regardless of your circumstance, your praise will move things in the supernatural to move for your good. Once you praise and the praise goes up to the heavens, trust me when I say angels start moving on your behalf. God says, you see that my son that's praising me, regardless of his circumstance, regardless of the BCD he got, he will get what he asked for. And not only did I just get what I asked for, I got it in tenfold because never would I have imagined that hundreds of people would have been inspired by that transformation and that story of me going from BCD to a first class. And glory be to God, that wasn't the end of it because I went on to go do a master's and got a first class again. But let me tell you a funny story about what happened halfway through my master's in March after the lockdown was um, implemented. I had four assignments due. Again, those who are very close to me know the dilemma I had here. 
I had four assignments due. By this time, I was halfway through the course. I already had about three or four A's to my name or to my record and one B plus. So I was already kind of on the way to a distinction. I had one particular assignment where they just refused to give us an extension um, due to COVID, even though other people studying a master's in that same university were getting extensions. So they refused to give us an extension. That's when I first knew that <laughs> these guys are in trouble because um, they're placing the odds against me. And I have a history of odds being against me. And every time they're against me, that's when God comes through in tenfold. So there was a particular assignment I had and it caused a massive dispute because a lot of us, a lot of my fellow students didn't know how to do the assignment and we felt that the teaching was inadequate. So we organized a meeting with the superiors on our course and the lecturer. And I'm not going to name the lecturer because I don't want any GDPR and Wahala or Popo's coming to knock on my door or my uni rescinding my distinction, although they're not bothering well if they do that. But anyways, we had the meeting. I remember the meeting like it was yesterday because the lecturer came late and she came on crud. If you don't know what crud means, she came on smoke. If you don't know what smoke means, it means she didn't come to play games. All guns blazing. I remember the lecturer was, she was just dismissing everything we said, saying she's done all she can. There's nothing she can do to help us. We're on our own. And she started laughing. Now imagine if you're playing for help for a lecturer and she starts laughing and says you're on your own. To the normal man, you'll be mad and fuming. You may even want to cuss her out there and then for having the bravery to say that. And that's how I felt at first. But something told me to hold my tongue. So when the meeting ended and we dropped the call, I was fuming. And then I calmed down and remembered what she said. You are on your own. There's nothing I can do to help you. Ha 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 ha. And then I remembered the Bible verse that, you know, says God will prepare a table in the presence of your enemies. And at the fact that she said I was on my own and I just started laughing. I don't know why I just started laughing. Then I came to the realization that what the enemy meant for harm, God was about to use for my good. Because the fact that she said I was on my own and the fact that she said she can't help me and she laughed meant that she'd just given an invitation on my behalf for God to come in and take all the glory for the success I would get from that particular assignment lo and behold two weeks later the same woman who laughed who said i'm on my own who said she could not help me was the same woman who congratulated me on getting a distinction in that assignment and was wishing me all the best in my future endeavors that's how god works and obviously as i was praying i was praying fire prayers and praying that god you heard what she said i thank you already in advance because we already know how you and me work god we're like Jordan and Pippin. We're like Shaq and Kobe. I know, as you've heard it, I didn't even need to say anything. The Holy Spirit has interceded on my behalf. You're going to turn things around for my good. I just had that faith. But let me show you why your faith is so important and how it can affect other people's lives. I had a friend called Sahil who was also in that meeting. And after that meeting, he was fuming and he was on the phone to me. And I remember telling him, bro, the ironic thing is, she says she's not going to help us and we're on our own. Now imagine when we get our A's, how will she feel? And you know, even though he was angry, Sahil laughed because he saw it, maybe he saw it as a joke. But what he thought was a joke, he didn't realize I was speaking it into existence. Lo and behold, Sahil got a distinction too. Now I'm not taking credit for his work, don't get it twisted. But with my faith and speaking that, I truly believe God covered him too. 
And that's the way God works. God is a God of overflow. Your faith alone and you using the power of life that lies within your tongue will not only bless you, but will bless people around you. Same thing happened when I was speaking to my friend, Tony, who was at Cambridge. And he was telling me about his struggles at Cambridge and how he wanted the first class and asked for tips. And I told him, bro, you have to have the mindset that God's already done it. It's already done, as Jesus said on the cross. It's his will for you to prosper and to have success. You just have to do your part and trust that as you've done your part with all your might, God will take control of it. I just thank him in advance. And that's what Tony did. Tony went on prayer walks. You remember him telling me he went on, you know, two hour prayer walks where he just kept thanking God in advance. And I remember the, the greatest thing about it is in the midst of him, me texting him, one of my results was released. And he saw I got a distinction in that result. I shared the screenshot with him. So he saw that what I was saying was, was not motivational speaking. It was the truth. It was my reality over the last three years. That as you thank God in advance and trust and acknowledge the power in the name of Jesus and the power of God to do exceedingly and abundantly above all you could ever ask for, he will surely deliver. And that's why your faith is so important. And that's why it's so important to know the power of the tongue because your money cannot move God. Your possessions cannot move God. The only thing that can move God is your faith. When you display something called crazy faith, uncommon faith, the faith that Joseph had whilst he was still in prison, the faith that Daniel had when he was in the pit, this faith that Meshach, Shadrach and Abednego had when they were put in the fireplace or the, or the furnace, God will move on your behalf because he appreciates that you have acknowledged the power he has, that you recognize that he is not a man that he shall lie, that you know that when God, when men say things are impossible, you laugh because you know you serve a God, that with him all things are possible. This is why it's so important, as I said, to know your scripture so that when you're praying and you're speaking things into existence, Regardless of your circumstance, you hold God to the promises. You tell him as you did it for Shadrach, um, Meshach, Shadrach and Abednego, as you did it for Joseph, as you did it for Daniel. That's how I was praying. And so now I just want to end this podcast and pray for you guys listening. I just pray, Lord, that for anybody listening here whose faith has been questionable or shaky, who feel that their circumstances are just too dim for you to intervene. Lord, please just open their eyes and let them see what a mighty God we serve. Please open their eyes and let them realize that there's nothing you cannot do. Let them remember their worth in Christ and remember that your word says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Let them remember your word where it says, eyes have not seen and ears have not heard. And it hasn't come into the mind of any man of what you want to do in their lives. Give them a taste of your glory and let them now start exercising the power to speak things into existence. I let them go a step further and start thanking you and praising you for they know everything is turning around for their good. Lord, I pray that this podcast will have touched somebody's heart and built the courage and boldness in them to start speaking things into existence and start walking in the blessing even though they can't see it because we know that all things work out for the good of those that love you according to your purpose and it is your will for us to thrive. Let us connect into that power and build intimacy with you as we know that you will never leave us nor forsake us. We thank you, God, for we know testimonies are coming, miracles are coming, breakthroughs are coming, chains are falling off, situations are turning around for people's good. We thank you and give you all the glory. 
for in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'm still new at this, but I've had fun recording this. Just please follow, like, subscribe, share, tell a friend to tell a friend because you never know who this message could speak to. And as always, take care and God bless.